on the road again. Welcome to the Dude Catholic Podcast. I'm your co-host Adrian here with the man who can ride to work in a stationary bike. I'm remote. Yeah, you is. Today we continue a series titled The English is Hard with an episode titled Obstacles. That's right. Our scripture today comes from the book of Acts. Chapter 1, verse 8. And you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all of Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Mm. Delicious. Indeed, indeed. So let's get this podcast on the road. So um, we've been pretty off lately, you know? We've been pretty off. And that's definitely an obstacle to evangelization via the Dude Catholic Podcast. But there's no buts. That's just it. So we need to be better. Um, yeah, there's stuff that happens all the time. And uh, you know what? I even have a couple of backup episodes. But I don't know. I didn't want to get anything in between this series. Um, the couple of backup episodes are with uh, are, are some that, that are going to be uh, released probably just back to back just because they're, uh, they're timely and they have to do with politics. And I didn't want to drag Ramon into this. So I just recorded with Javier. And... Uh, and yeah, and they're going to be coming out pretty soon because they have to do with the election and whatnot. And uh, that's basically it for that one. But when it comes to evangelization and obstacles to that evangelization, there's a few things that I that this episode is going to tackle. Uh, thing number one is shame. Um, thing number two is shyness. And thing number three is backlash. So those three things are going to be the main things that we're, that we're going to touch upon. And so the first one, just to hit the ground running, it's going to be shame. You know, we are ashamed sometimes, um, that we're Christian. And I don't know where that shame comes from because the root of shame, if you think about it is, uh, is, it's basically right there in the New Testament. The first three chapters of Genesis, you and the Old Testament, sorry. Um, the first three chapters of Genesis are really big lessons that we that we can spend hours upon. Um, but one of the things was that when they ate of the fruit, Adam and Eve realized they were naked and they felt shame. And so what is shame but but feeling like people are going to look at you and see the worst? You know, that Adam felt shame because I don't know if he thought that Eve was going to think he was not enough or if she was going to look at him and, and think that he's just something to be used or Eve thought that Adam was looking at her as just a bunch of body parts to be used for his pleasure. And so just someone seeing you as something that you are not at the core of your being, that's kind of the root of shame. And so when we're look, when we're looking at, at shame through the lens of evangelization, it really probably means that, you know, I'm kind of ashamed, not so much of the gospel, but that I'm going to fall short of living it. 
We call that false humility, you know, because we know for a fact, based on what the gospel is, that yes, we are unworthy. You know, we are unworthy. We we're not going to be able to live up to the standards that are in the gospel, to God's standards, and we're always going to be hypocrites. You know, we're always going to be hypocrites because we're always going to be falling short of God's grace. And that's a big thing when it comes to, to evangelization. That's a big obstacle because we think we, we think we know that we are going to fall short. But that should not limit us because it's embedded in the gospel that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So that those who might believe in him may not perish, may not perish, but have eternal life. That may, that might is mighty because it puts a lot of power in our hands. Uh, basically, do you accept God? Or not. You're not going to be enough, but God's grace is. Shame, uh, I can't describe it any, any better than you did right now. Um, just one of the things that actually dawned on me years and years ago when I was having a, a, a problem, I guess, well, not a problem, but a bit of a, uh, of a hard time spreading the gospel and letting people know that I was a Catholic. Um, not for my own sake, but just spreading the gospel, you know? Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> um, I, it dawned on me that I was denying the cross. That I was denying everything that I, I thought I had stood for. And that was a big sin. And it, it, it's crazy how a lot of people, you know, when people tell you like, oh, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. Mm -hmm. And I've spoken to many, many people. I sound like Donald Trump now. <laughs> many, many people, many souls, let me tell you. Uh, I've spoken to many people about this. Uh, and it pretty much boils down to, I don't want to shove my religion down anybody's throat. And I don't care for the reasons for not wanting to do that, but it ultimately boils down to, you're ashamed of being Catholic. You're ashamed of being Christian you're ashamed of the fact that you won't be you uh, what is it that I'm trying to say here? Like that, that you may not be accepted for who you are. And that's a bigger sin than that's one of the biggest sins in my opinion, ever denying the cross. Did you know that? Did you know that? <laughs> Dang, that's harsh, right? I mean, that's going into the backlash. <laughs> <laughs> that's going into the backlash thing right and and all of them i mean they, these three things i mean they're so interconnected i don't even want to put them in segments that we can that we have to wait and talk about you know like we can definitely talk about them interchangeably um or at the same time you know because because where does that all stem from you know is it shame is it that i'm not going to be enough is it that i'm just i just don't want to you know i just don't want yeah i'm not like that like i'm not flashy or whatever you know um it's it's more like ah, man i see you said it, you can't put it in better words than i did i can't put it in better words than than you did like it's denying the cross you know, because we can say, oh, I'm just shy. You know, I'm not, I'm not outgoing. I'm not that kind of person that's going to, that's going to be sharing the gospel. And like we said in the last episode, you know, it's, it's not that you have to go out of your way. You share the gospel where you're at. You evangelize where you're at, you know, because in everything you do, you can do everything like a Christian. 
You know, you can do everything like a believer in Jesus Christ. You can do everything like a Roman Catholic man. Because in everything that you are and everything that you do, he does it. You know, you do everything like a man because you are a man. And that's it. And regardless of how you do it, you know, unless you're really going out of your way to do things not like a man, um, you're just doing things like a man because that's who you are, because that's who God created you to be. And so God created you to be a single man, a husband, a father, whatever he created you to be, whatever you are, in the words of Abraham Lincoln, be a good one. And how are you a good one? By being like Christ in everything that you do. And so this whole sharing the gospel, you know, the obstacles to sharing the gospel are mainly one. There's only one detractor, and that's me. You know, that's you. You are your biggest detractor. And so shame, you know, not being outgoing, forget that mess. You know, if we don't share the gospel, if we don't evangelize where we are with what we have in our circumstances, then we are denying the cross. And being ashamed that we're not going to rise up to the standards of the gospel, that's, that's an excuse. Saying, oh, I'm too shy, that's an excuse. Being afraid that someone's going to talk ill of you because you are a Catholic man, that's, that's garbage. You know, everything just comes back to me. It comes back to me whether I'm ashamed, whether I am shy, or whether I'm afraid that someone's going to talk back or talk smack about me. And I don't know. I don't know if, uh, if someone found out that I did this podcast, and I think I might have shared this some time ago, that, that when I was working for, uh, for the fruit company, um, one, one person whenever just without even without even being prompted or without being the right timing for for someone to to put me on blast for being a for being a christian they just uh they just said over the intercom intercom like oh no adrian is this uh this good this good christian boy so he's not so he's not gonna like partake in this conversation or whatever i can't even remember this the thing but it was it was done in such a way that you knew they were like mocking or trying to put me on blast because of, because of my label as a Christian, as a Catholic, that, that I was going to be against something. And that's one of the things that people are afraid of. And you know what you have to do? Most of the times you do nothing and you let people look and sound like bigoted idiots. Because when they say that you are the bigot, that's, that's actually something that's within them. And I've said this before, you know, like we have a unique ability to project onto others our inequities. Sorry, I'm laughing, but it's, uh, it's, it's funny, pretty... dude. Like it no, really is when you it, think about it, like it's, it's just... just them convicting themselves. <laughs> yeah. But also, you know, like people, I guess you told me that people think I'm super serious. Yes. Um, so people know I'm Catholic and especially at work, it's pretty funny because they'll be like, oh, there goes Garcia trying to share uh, or not trying to share, but rather uh, like, oh, he's he's going to say something about this or that or whatever. And then uh, I just get up and then uh, I get my water bottle and I start spraying them with it. The power of Christ compels you. 
<laughs> and you know what? It's uh, it's uh, it's pretty cool how how uh, how people usually take it when it's in a in the in that type of format. You know, kind of kind of a humorous thing. Where I don't know if I'm being uh, if I'm in heresy here by using the example of holy water as a joke, but it it lines up the mood with them where it's like okay, like he's kind of poking fun at himself. Mm-hmm. but also poking fun at us. And yeah, yeah it, it just, it brings, uh, it brings us closer together. Um, I don't know how to finish this thought, but, but it really does bring us closer together because even though they're, they're freaking heretics. <laughs> yeah. No, no, they're not heretics. Even though they, they don't, they don't partake in, in <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, they don't they don't practice their religion and i do um there's something common about that there, there's something i want to i dare say holy about that because like the scripture said you know and you shall be my witnesses here there and to the end of the earth Where? so it doesn't matter what kind of environment you're in it doesn't matter how much friction you're facing because you're catholic it doesn't matter how many people put you on on blast you know try to ridicule you trying to make you feel less than or whatever whether it's a joke or not you can always bring light to those situations and you can always be a good witness to the love of 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 our god with their good humor or with a little more heavy handed uh, a way of doing things, which I do both, but mostly the humor because like, it's just better. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, sorry. I just, I interrupted you because you remind me of. <laughs> Dude, it's just that, you know, you know who wins? It's the person with the best joke. That's it. Yeah. You know, like whether it's in politics or in conversations, like the person that wins is the one that gets the laugh. You know, a lot of times they say, let's see who gets the last laugh. You know, let's see who makes everyone laugh last. That's, that's really the one that wins the argument. It's kind of funny because it's not about winning arguments, but it's not, not about <laughs> winning arguments, you know, when it comes to that. And winning the argument doesn't mean, like I said, having the last word or having the last laugh, but just how many people can you really bring to your side? I heard uh, uh, the homily of uh, the Father Mike Schmidt's homily, and he said, it's not about winning the argument. It's about winning people over. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I I don't convert people. I mean, as much as I should, at least. But when when they say something stupid about religion or whatever, and then I get up and walk away, it's not because I'm offended. It's because I'm about to (laughs) tell with humility. The power of Christ compels you. And it's funny. And it brings... Levity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's just saying, we're all in this together. And I care about you guys. And God loves you so much that he doesn't really get all offended if you don't like him. There's Satanists out there that do horrible, horrible things to, to other Christians know sacrificing and all that garbage but if they in their heart repent 
God is going to forgive them. God is going to take them to heaven. So, and I've used that example too. And then people kind of, kind of trip out on that. I mean, I don't know God personally and I don't talk to him like directly like, Hey God, would yeah, you do this? He'll be like, no, but not like mother Teresa did <laughs> like, Hey God, this All right. He's like, yes <laughs> or no, it doesn't work that way. I just talked to him and then he's like, ah, just go do your thing in my name. And I need you to do this. That's exactly what I do. But I don't have full on conversations. So yeah. And I explained it that, uh, I explained that to them as I know I don't have full on conversations, but that's what the Holy spirit does. And you may want to mock me, but that's how I live my life. And on more than one occasion, they've told me that I'm, I guess I'm not too bad. So there's something right about all that. Did you know that? Did you know that? I know, I, I know that. And you know what? And that's good enough. And I hope, and I hope that people out there listening, you know, if it's, because of this podcast or because of other reasons or whatever, that they may feel compelled to, um, to pray for us. I will pray for you. Ferrum. Ferrum. Aquitur. A little short but you know what i think it's all right that okay. and i only have four percent battery <laughs> so it's gonna shut down it already told me like hey hurry up